I was always in favor of signing Jordy Ben. I got you his jersey for Christmas. Let's go! Give me what I want! Kick down the door! Drew, you are not doing this! What? Not nice! There's a giant head! You hear yourself! I made like 2,000 of these. I'd like to have fun. With you, wherever you are, welcome to LFR. The other team had a former player score on them. They blew a multi-goal lead. I love being on the other end of this. The mentions got a little noisy when JT Miller scored there. Never said he couldn't put up points. He specializes in putting the puck in the back of the net. It's just at both ends of the ice. Leafs win! Wow, there is no voice there. Leafs! There it is. Win! 3-2 yeah. over the Vancouver Canucks. That's a big dub. Before we get into it, Wanna bet? You can do it at Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Did you think Jordy Ben was gonna score the game-winning goal? Well, you could have bet on that at Sports Interaction before the game, live in play, or on one of their many prop bets. Made for Canadians by Canadians, Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Visit sportsinteraction.com STPN. That's sportsinteraction.com STPN. Ontario only, 19 plus. Please play responsibly. The Leafs are doing an amazing job of managing the Leafs. Managing this fan base. Because not for the first time this season, before things get really bad, the Leafs figure out how to calm the waters. Dude, I saw it happening. They split up Matthews and Marner, oh! That's a big one, and a bigger one than it needs to be. They have lots of good players up front, why not switch it up every now and then, even though we know one of them works for sure. Nothing wrong with spreading it out, but apparently there is. And second half of a back-to-back, -back, the Leafs go back to Eric Shelgren after he gives up a stinker as the game-winning goal against the Penguins. Not just going to Eric Shelgren both halves of a back-to-back, -back, but robbing fans of the ability to watch someone play their first NHL game on hockey. <clears throat> wow! <coughs> it is... It's barely there. <coughs> Their first NHL game on Hockey Night in Canada. There we go. Mid-November, bud. Just figure it out. I tweeted about it before the game. Ah, I don't think this is a big deal. The protecting Petra's alley, it's fine. And people were not having it at all. Screw that! Keith's an idiot! This is stupid! But for a moment, before the game began, none of that mattered. Because there was another ceremony before this one, and Boreas Salming was on the ice again. Bo Horvat and John Tavares are the respective captains of the Vancouver Canucks and Toronto Maple Leafs, but it was Oliver Ekman Larson and William Nylander taking the ceremonial puck drop. Two Swedes taking the ceremonial puck drop from Boreas Salming. The images of him on the ice and Daryl Sittler in the stands and his family, it's, just, it's almost, it's too much to bear. It's hard to put into words and I honestly, I can't, I can't spend too much time on it, I'm sorry. It was really hard to watch the footage of Salming so overwhelmed on the ice with emotion. But the, the one thing that made me feel good about it is you can tell in his face, you can tell in his heart, he knows he's loved. This fan base loves him. This city loves him. He is loved. I think you get to Boreas Salming's age and you get an enormous ovation from 20,000 people just because you're standing there, I, I think you've led an amazing life. And I just hope he's as proud as he should be. Then, and I had no idea this was happening, the Leafs start an all-Swedish lineup. Nylander, Engvall, Yarncroak, Sandine, Lilligren, and even in net, Eric Shelgren. Here's what Sheldon Keefe had to say about that decision. Yeah, um, in terms of the start, it was, you know, uh, first of all, I was... I personally was really touched by last night, you know, and, and the whole, um, 
ceremony that you know for last night for the Hall of Famers and, and Boreal's moment in particular, and, and you know being there with, with uh, Daryl Siller and Matt Sundin along his side. I don't think I was the only one in the building moved by that. I think it was a great moment, and I thought it was something that warranted us having, you know, touching on further tonight <clears throat> um, for Boreal Solomon in particular and his night and honoring him and. Uh, our players got a, a sense last night, if you didn't know, you got a sense of how important he is here in Toronto. Um, and I thought there was a great opportunity to, to talk about that with our group. And then just in thinking about that and preparing for that, I, I just thought of the idea of, you know, that how he paved the way for so many great European players to come and play here in Toronto. And uh, know that he has a relationship with some of our Swedish players that I just thought it was made sense, you know, to uh, pay tribute to him in that way. You know, one of the things Sheldon Keefe really turned the tides with when he first became coach of the Leafs is he righted the wrongs of basically Babcock scratching Jason Spezza in the home opener. It was totally unnecessary, didn't need to happen. I suppose you could argue it was a message to the rest of the room, but... That's Jason Spezza. You tried that goofy nonsense in Detroit when you scratched Mike Medano and the message wasn't, oh, no one's safe. It was just, oh, this coach kind of stinks. But Keefe did right by guys. He had Spezza in the opening minute lineup for the next generation game against the Carolina Hurricanes and they scored. Nick Shore, who took Jason Spezza's roster spot in the opening night lineup, he was on, on the ice against Colorado because that's where he grew up. And look, the Leafs lead the league in goals allowed in the first minute. This could have fallen completely flat. The Canucks could have scored and all of a sudden Sheldon Keefe looks stupid. But the Leafs didn't let him down and aren't these sports after all? Yeah, it's hard and yeah, it's competitive, but it's a sport. We can argue about what being a fan means and what buying a ticket to a hockey game means or any sporting event. We can argue about the specifics of what you expect to see, but at the end of the day, you expect to have a good time. While you are in that arena, you want good feelings. And I'm sorry, if you were in the building and saw that gesture, that had to have felt amazing. Now, after that gesture, you kind of got a game to play, and it's a tough one. Second half of a back-to-back. -back. You still got the third stringer on the second half of a back-to-back, -back, and probably your most steady defensive defenseman in TJ Brody is not in the lineup and he's being replaced by Jordy Ben who is playing his first game as a Leaf and first game this season. What happens? I'm sure I don't need to tell you but I'm gonna anyway. The Canucks run the Leafs show. It was a first period that got bad early and got worse as it went. The Canucks work it around. Luke Shen's got the puck at the point and no one's on him. Part of the reason the Canucks look so much more dangerous against the Leafs in the first period is the Leafs could not attack the point. Could not or would not. I don't know what. But the Canucks were able to just work it around back there. Luke Shen puts it on. Justin Hall loses Bo Horvat for just a second but a perfect deflection pass Eric Shelgren, his 11th of the season, super underrated start to the season for the Canucks captain, and it's one nothing less than four minutes in. Then a few minutes later, Michael Bunting takes a penalty on JT Miller. Yes, they were kind of going at it earlier in the shift. Yes, they do bump into each other. Yes, JT Miller is taken out. No, I don't think it was on purpose. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a soft penalty. But JT Miller draws one. JT Miller gets to be on the power play. Now the Canucks fans, they, they were they were in my mentions. They were, they were sharpening their knives. They said, just you wait. JT Miller's gonna make you pay. Because earlier this week on the Steve Dangle podcast, I talked about 
a particular goal. JT Miller is a, a shocking player. Shocking in his own end. Yes, he can score goals. He can put up points. He's a fantastic hockey player going that away. Going this away, honestly useless. He should go to the bench. The Canucks would be better off if he's a Sergei Kostitsin like line changed on the back check. And I said lots of things along those lines and Canucks fans said, all right, all right. They didn't necessarily disagree, but they did think it would be very funny if JT Miller lit up the Leafs and I agree with them. It would be very funny. It's just my mentions, my poor mentions. On second thought, Twitter's gonna burn down in a week anyway. Bring it on! Sure enough, on the power play, it's a laser beam of a shot and guess who it comes from? <laughs> JT Miller with an absolute laser beam. Look at this thing! Yes, the Leafs defensive formation is all out of sorts. Yes, Brock Besser is doing a great job screening in front. Where does this puck go? Where does it go? I know Shelgren's leaving a fair bit of the net open so that he can peer around Besser, but like, how does this shot find its way through? And then the tweets, oh, the tweets! The tweets were like arrows and I was King Leonidas! Ready your breakfast and eat hearty, for tonight we dine in hell! And this is where it was shaken like this, like I mentioned earlier. It is 2-0. It is early on. The game has barely started. JT Miller is on the board. Shelgren is getting shelled in a back-to-back. -back. A back-to-back -back that a lot of fans don't think he should be playing in, and it's JT Miller! And I hate to say it, but a lot of Leaf fans were saying it, and I need to go back in time. Someone reached out to me before last night's game, the game against the Penguins, and the whole ceremony with Borja Salming and Daryl Sittler, and said, if the Leafs lose this game, they should all be tied to a rocket. And honestly, I thought they played fine. I don't think the Leafs played a bad game. You're not gonna win them all, no matter what the circumstances are. But after the game, they said that is unacceptable. I think it would have been unacceptable if they got ran out of the building. I, I thought that was a little too harsh, but if they get ran out of the building, that's unacceptable. Now in this one though, this one, the Leafs were in the middle of getting run out of the building. And with the ceremony, with the quotes after last night with Borea Salming, with the opening night lineup, you can't tell me the Leafs didn't understand the gravity of this game. Yes, it's the regular season. Yes, the regular season is very long. This was not a regular, regular season game. You're not going to win every game and you don't have to, but you have to put on a better performance than that, than the first 13 minutes of this game for this night. And I gotta think that's exactly the message that was conveyed at first intermission because second period, the Leafs look like an entirely different club. Just 30 seconds in, Matthews draws one, Quinn Hughes to the box, Leafs to the power play. John Tavares, little thing king, keeping it alive on the half wall. Then Mitch Marner gets it on the corner and this guy is one of the strangest visual hockey players I've ever seen. He does aloof stuff that if m the vast majority of players in the NHL, if they did it, you would scream at them. But then it works. Like just the way he off balance throws this puck through the slot to Matthew, that, that, if that goes past Matthews and out of the zone, everyone's screaming bloody murder. But it didn't. It was a wonderful pass. I am not comparing Mitch Marner to Stephen Curry. I would never do that. But it's the same vibe. You can't tell me you've never watched Stephen Curry play basketball and gone, that was stupid. If the vast majority of people attempted to do what Stephen Curry does successfully on a regular basis, they would A, fail, and B, look like a moron. But people can't do what Stephen Curry can do. Mitch Marner, that's his 15th assist of the season. Again, 
Do not misconstrue it, not comparing the two players, it's just visually. They are both simultaneously highly gifted professional athletes and silly ridiculous children is what I'm trying to say. So alright, Leafs get on the board. Less than five minutes later, new look fourth line. I, I don't even, was this supposed to be what the fourth line looked like? Bunting on the left, Engvall in the middle, which I gotta say I really like, and Yarncrow. It's one thing to get the PPG, it's another to completely hem the Canucks in their own zone and cause them nightmares. Shot, rebound, shot, rebound, shot, rebound. Winning puck battle after puck battle, relentless. Work the Leafs outworked the Canucks on this one. And I can't show you the footage, but I want to show you two screenshots. Number one. After Pierre Engvall bangs it in, look at Michael Bunting on the ice. Yes, yes, that is how much effort I expect you to spend. Yes. And now, a, a burst of screenshots. Here's JT Miller. Here he is again, really getting in there, really digging. Here he is again. Boy, those points sure look pretty wide open. Here he is again. Oh, honorable mention to Riley Stillman as well. Oh, oh, he's decided he doesn't have to guard the blue paint anymore. Nope, I'm not gonna do that. And here he is realizing, oh, I'm gonna go dash again, aren't I? I'm sorry, you gotta let me take a victory lap on this one. He scored, I was getting creamed, and then all of a sudden, the Leafs Come back, they tie it, and he's on the ice. And Canucks fans, I know the majority of you agree with me on the rant. Relax, it's fine. And three and a half minutes later, the Leafs don't stop. Leafs are working it around. They got extended possession in the offensive zone. Morgan Riley puts it on, and oh, 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 what? Who is, who is that? Who is number 18? Who is, who? Let me look at most recent Leaf to wear 18. It's not Michael Amadio. He's got a beard. Jake Muzzin's a... Jordy Ben? What are you even doing there? What led to this occurrence? Were you surprised? He looked surprised when he scored it. I was surprised. But Jordy Ben scores! That's goal a game, Jordy Ben! And if you don't think that fired the boys up, look at Austin Matthews on this. He's never celebrated one of his own goals like that. The Leafs take the lead, and that is how they would go into the intermission. No, it wasn't all smooth sailing. The Canucks ended up getting a power play and the Leafs were able to kill it off heading into intermission, but they had to begin the second period on the penalty kill. And all I could think was one thing. Yes, I would like the Leafs to keep their foot on the gas, but what if Jordy Ben got the game winning goal? No, mm, oh, I think I like that very much. And then the Leafs kill the penalty and that's good. And Tim, where was that going? Lilligren, who was actually having a good game and I like that Sheldon Keefe put him with Rasmus Sandin. Sandin looked way more comfortable on the left side. Lilligren sends the Leafs back to the penalty kill. And the Canucks did not look good in this game, but the power play was moving it around. And even though the end product of the third period was the Canucks out shooting the Leafs 10 to seven, there was a stretch after that penalty kill. The Leafs utterly dominated the Canucks. Not all of it was overly dangerous to the Canucks. Not all of it ended up in shots on goal or even scoring chances. But the amount of minute and a half and two minute shifts the Canucks had to take was appalling. The Leafs giving them fits, nightmares, keeping them in their own zone. And it was a team effort. Engvall, Best game of the season. Nick Robertson, young man. That is about as confident as I have seen him in a game where he didn't get any goals. And he almost had a heck of an assist to Engvall. Yarncroke, very productive. Tavares winning so many battles. Nylander carrying the thing at will. 
Marner doing his thing. Matthews was was a battering ram. Leaves D. Unreal job of walking the line and just keeping the puck alive. David Camp and Zach Aston Reese contributing with disruptions in the neutral zone and getting it back up the ice and not icing the puck and just getting it deep and crashing and, uh, and pressuring. And Shelgren stops 10 out of 10. He stops 27 out of 29 overall and the Leafs massive, massive win. Did the Canucks hit a crossbar? Yeah, they hit a crossbar. You could call it lucky if you want, but I know Brock Besser was not trying to hit that crossbar. He was trying to score. And I don't remember who said it, but this isn't the Tri-League. In this one, the Leafs and Shelgren and everyone got it done. Questions. Not a question from Sportsnet Stats. Canucks losses when holding a multi-goal lead. This season, six. Previous two seasons, six. As a Leafs fan, let me just say, it is astonishing seeing a team so deeply entrenched in the other side of that. Do you stick with Bunting, Matthews, Nylander, and Kerfoot, Tavares, Marner for a while? I think Sheldon Keefe is starting to scream from the rooftop that he wants a different mix up front. And I, they need another left winger, they do. Bunting is not producing at the rate that he did last season. Alex Kerfoot is on the worst offensive uh, pace of his entire career. The, the other guys seem to be playing fine, though. And for whatever reason, the Leafs are not 100% committed to having Robertson in that top six. And he actually played a bottom six role pretty well in this one. I mean, you, you said for a while. I mean, what, what's a while? Because as of late, it's a, a full period. Sheldon Keefe has got the blender out in a big way, and I think that's gonna be a story to watch going forward. For Borea, Steve, for Borea. That's not a question, and I know it's not a question. It's the answer, though. It absolutely is the answer. That was a fantastic win for a fantastic man. For now, that is it for this one. Thank you very much for watching. Click like if you liked this video. Click subscribe if you really liked it. Tell all your friends. Jordy Ben is a Toronto Maple Leaf.